Life's a Mitch. Right, g'day, guys. Welcome back to another. This is um, this is a bit of a special episode of Life's a Mitch. So, quite often I've uh, referenced this rugby league podcast to listen to this week in league. And uh, humble brag to the boys, it's uh, the longest running rugby league podcast in Australian history. And, um, you know, I've, I've, many laughs. I went out to Magic Round this year and met the guys who, you know, put the audio in my ear holes. And um, one of them has graciously agreed to come on the podcast today. And uh, I know that there's a there's a bit of roasting going to happen. I feel like a baked chook right now. I'm just going to roast the shit out of each other. But without further ado, I'd like to introduce Mr. Glenn Blakely, or Real Dad, as he's referred to, one of the <laughs> real OGs of the pod. How are you today? I'm good, mate. Thank you very much. What's happening? It's always good, you know. Um, I'm so glad that we have the, the video component of the chat because, you know, some days you wake up and you're probably not feeling like you're firing on all cylinders. And I thought, you know what, I need something to pump my tyres up. And I looked at that video of you and I was like, you know what, life could be a whole lot worse. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm doing okay. You so know, thanks it, for that, man. It's it's fine because, like, you know, the fact that you're watching me in your spare time means that I love the sound of my own voice the most. So if you want to in, ingest me, uh, um, this isn't this isn't my spare time. This is my scheduled time to uh, appear on your show, mate. This isn't spare time. I'm not I'm not jerking off to uh, random videos of you on the internet. It's fine. Well, that was this bonus episode. Thanks for coming along. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like, you know, so... No, in all seriousness, thank you for inviting me and thank you for having me. I appreciate that, it. That's all right, mate. That's okay. Thanks for making me feel like one of the community and at the same time making me feel dead on the inside. It's fantastic. Look, so, that's all part of being the community, mate, <laughs> if I'm honest. If uh, if we weren't doing that, then you'd probably feel like an outlier. This week in disappointment. Glenn yeah. fucking shows up again. No. So, <laughs> so my first question is, you know, take us back to what? So was it circa 2010, 2011? You and... A certain yeah, guy named 2010. Nate. 2010. Yeah. So how can you tell us how did it all, how did the podcast all kick off from your perspective? Uh probably thanks to Twitter, really. Um, I it probably wasn't that long before that I, I was introduced um to Twitter and it was um you know it was probably just really taking off at that point. And um as as is so often the case, certainly with Twitter, you, you tend to gravitate over time and the people that you sort of interact with and follow typically um, uh, aligned interests, et cetera. So um, the rugby league community on Twitter was, was quite budding and really taking off at the time too. And um, obviously as an old Western suburbs magpies fan, I um, probably butted heads a little bit with uh, a manly Rowinga fan by the name of Nathan and very passionate. um, (laughs) Yeah, very much, very passionate human being, to be honest, to this day, one of my favorite humans, despite what we say to each other on air but um holy shit it cracks me up (laughs) (laughs) no look it just it just started us interacting and i think nate he likes people that tend not to back down from him and we butted heads and i talk i talk a lot of shit and um he was like you know this guy's um you know nate's quite an elitist um and (laughs) one percenter (laughs) likes likes people to bow down to him you know and um He's, uh, I think I probably gained a little bit of respect there early on and we went at each other in a good way. And um, the, the the moment I talk about most is he sends me a, um, a message. I'm pretty sure it was just a DM on Twitter. It's like, hey, um, what do you think about, I've got this idea. What do you think about doing a podcast? And what my, my, genuinely my reaction was, what the fuck is a podcast? Because uh, yeah. back then it was very, like Nate was 
very early adopter of listening to podcasts and um, Kevin introduced me to Kevin Smith and um, he's one of my, um, well, I'm a fan of his I, podcast. I could, I could. And also it, it's actually quite weird. The amount of um, things that Nathan has um, introduced me to, obviously I had a real tough time watching UFC until um, Nate and I, sort of became mates and um, just watching it with him and, and learning more. Cause he, again, very early adopter um, from UFC from literally day one, he's a huge fan and, um, and MMA in general, <clears throat> he's a jujitsu practitioner. And um, so, yeah, I, I do credit him with um, probably expanding some of my horizons in lots of ways, as much as it pains me to give him any credit, but um, he's, he's always been like a bit of a big brother and in every sense to the point where he probably likes to kick me for no apparent reason, just for the fact that he's my big brother, you know. Um, but he then graciously, or not so much, explained what a podcast was and what the idea, of, you know, what his idea was. And I was like, actually, I like that idea. There wasn't really many footy podcasts going around at the time other than radio shows that record their shit and, and put it out as a podcast, but it wasn't a, you know, a definitive podcast per se. Um, yep. Certainly, as we all know, podcast to be today, that's for sure. So, um we teed up a time and I'd never met Nate. We'd only ever interacted um, via Twitter and, and Facebook. And um, I remember I was, I was obviously in Brisbane. He lives about an hour and a bit north of Brisbane. And um, it was a sa- Sunday afternoon, Saturday afternoon or something. And um, it was pre-season. So we we're doing the preview uh, of all, you know, every team running through their prospective fortunes for the, for the season. And, um, my wife made me write his name and his address and his phone number and his email and his Twitter handle and everything down on a piece of paper because she was so concerned that this guy off the internet was going to kill me. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure many times he actually wishes that he probably had. Um, so <laughs> I jumped in the car, drove up there, knocked on his door, shook his hand, and the rest is history. You know, um, we recorded literally talking into the mic uh, the mic part of his um, of his Mac. There was, yeah, there was no, of this, that. no no booms, no fancy mics or headphones or, or pop filters or any of this stuff. Um, it was just it was all about the content and the premise of you know a couple of mates talking shit in a in a pub about footy. And if you know if you you track the trajectory of the show and obviously I I spent six years um, doing it and. Then I moved for, for work reasons. I, I shifted to Toowoomba and the technology then that was accessible to do it remotely really wasn't what it is today, as in, you know, this, this interaction case in point. But um, so um, Jay took, uh, took the reins and he'd, he'd appeared as a guest spot a couple of times on the show and, and we'd always got along great together amongst us. And, um, you know, he, he kept it, kept it going and, um, it's been six years and this year Nate hit me up about potentially coming back. My work situation's changed dramatically. And I was like, you know what, I've probably got, or I am in the position where I can flexible enough to make, make the time. Um, and I was at a time in my life where I was like, I need, it needs to be, there needs to be other things other than just work and just family. And that there wasn't a lot of in between. Um, I needed, you know, something, I'd had some mental health issues for a considerable period of time. I've probably, you know, 
to be honest, I've probably struggled with certain elements of that for, for my whole life, but it, it was particularly bad um, for up until about, or last year, mid last year um, and two years prior. And it's just the timing, Nate's timing, um, his comedic timing is, uh, and, and he's, I don't know, he just has, seems to be on this wavelength where he kind of gets where, where I'm at, no matter yeah. the distance and um, hit me up. And, and I was like, you know what, that's just what I, I think it's just what I need. And I think I can bring something to it. And I think, you know, I would enjoy it. And it's a reconnection with Nate because moving to Toowoomba, I'd also, I'd lost some of the connection with those guys. And, you know, sometimes you might not get it on the show, but when times have been tough and Nate in particular, no, no disrespect to, to Jay, but um, I've, Nate has legitimately been right by my side in the hardest times of my life. Yeah. Literally, you know, I, and I'll give you an example, and this is not a sympathy hunt, but my wife lost, a, we lost a child at 20 weeks of pregnancy. And, I'm sorry and to hear that, sincerely. That's a very, very fucking hard thing to deal with. And without question, Nate was there. He was there by my side, as as, um, as were, you know, my absolute closest people to me. Yeah. Um, he made made the service sheets up for the for the funeral, and, and he's just that dude. And, you know, I, I love both of those guys very much. And you might not get that on the show sometimes because it's brutal. But, <laughs> it is. It absolutely um, is. It, it is who, you know, we are who we are at the end of the day. But um, the true test of, of the type of people that we all are um, is that, you know, it's, it might only be a text message or a phone call or an email or, or a, hey, are you okay? Or I don't think you're okay, but I'm just putting it out there. Mm. If you're not, you know I'm here and whatever, you know? So. I mean, and to, I'm assuming if some of the tool guys are listening to this and, and all up the last few weeks, like they were expecting me to get stuck into you and stuff, but I'm thinking, what's the fucking point I'm in? Because I'm, I'm still a little bit nervous. Like, I, I must admit, you become fans of people and it's just like, well, well you know, I, navigate it the right way. And it's um, it's, it's nice to hear that though. Like. It's, it is. It's the whole premise upon which the show's built and there's no, it's just, you know, from our perspective, um, you know, and without speaking for the other guys, but I think the true essence of it is that we do when when the chips are down or when it really comes down to it, we do have each other's backs, and it's not because we're trying to formulate, as we put it, jobs in footy, or or trying to be fanboys of clubs or or players or, or whatever. We we love footy, we love our teams, respectively, regardless of their fortunes year on year. Certainly, in my case. Um, I feel but we, pain, we also, you know, you only have to see Magic Round as an example, or even you know the double header the other week at Suncorp. You know, like it's just they're they're just good guys. So well, that's cool. I mean, I'm sure Nate will uh, enjoy the kind words later, and Jay will. Jay goes all right too, I suppose. <laughs> that's Jay. Jay is a complex individual, but again, he's he's a special kind of guy in the fact that for work. He would come through Toowoomba and without very fail. The three of you are very clever. I will admit yeah. that. Like just hearing how that. deep dive, like in this uh, WhatsApp group, I, I'm part of the, like um, they have different tiers in their Patreon. So you can pay for a mm-hmm. membership and you get access to, you know, content and whatever else. And uh, just like to hear Nate, like just spin off all the shit he's a fan of. Like he's a geek. And that's one thing I resonate to, to want to, because Jay is too, like the DC site. Nate likes things like anime and like you know so after you come in i'd been listening for 
about a year or well, not quite. And I was like, who's this bloke? Yeah, well, he, this guy's not one's... into anything. <laughs> He's, so I, um, I must admit, like I used to back in the day and there was a, a gentleman that um, still listened to the show, I believe. Um, and he, he and Nate are quite tight. He's also a Manly fan. And um, I used to get stuck into them all about being nerds. And because what you did, because <laughs> that's just what Westies do, right? But I'm a Westie. Um, you are. I'm from Dubbo originally. Yeah. That that's that's not the right kind of West, mate. West that's Newcastle. Like, that's <laughs> banjo banjo strumming, not knife wielding Westie. If you know what I mean, it's two very different things. It depends what side of the tracks we live on. West Dubbo. Oh. No, I grew up. West, I, that's proper West. I grew up in Western Newcastle, so I went to. My claim to fame is that I went to school with Jennifer Hawkins. I was in year seven, and she was in year twelve. And um, every she had a she was a Knights cheerleader, and she mm. had a, that one of those little Mazda one two one bubble cars. And we, me and my mates used to play footy at the front. And every time she'd drive past, she'd run up and just sort of peep like two little kids peeping around the corner like this. Fucking good saw me. <laughs> That's and, uh, pretty creep. And of course, you go home and uh, take care of little Mitch. But anyways, that's a that's a oh, different story. Thanks for sharing that. But my, what I was saying is that they those guys I used to get stuck into them about being nerds, but they were like, and and it still resonates. Everyone's a nerd about something. Yeah. Everyone nerds about something. And um, you know, uh, Jay and Nate in particular both have their their things that they are you know really into. Um, I have mine too, and they choose to um, mercilessly crucify me over those interests so but what is, what I, is your uh, i sent i sent a message in whilst you before you were back and jake and i like, I like this question the question was what was the first thing you were a fan of like could be anything was was it west was it west magpies or was it something else yeah like, what is Glenn Mag, into? magpies for sure um yeah. was my first ever um and you know just sport in general um way back in the day this is some old school but i, I had a blog called sports fans life because i, I just i just tend to be across or really enjoy most sports whether it's um you know boxing is one of my all-time favorite loves um obviously rugby league but you know basketball american football um i I tend to just keep across a lot of what you know sport just as a general interest um musically counting crows which i still cop it mercilessly for you poor bastard (laughs) (laughs) but it is i like what i like at the end of the day and no matter how much shit i cop for it at the end of the day if i was going to drop something because of the amount of shit i'd copped i probably would have dropped the tigers quite some some time ago but here we are every day but um yeah so it's 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 very true you know everyone i'm sure everyone listening you're no different like everyone is a nerd about something and i'm probably the type of person if i if I'm not, if I'm into it, I'm like balls deep. If you know what I mean, like I'm, I'm all, <laughs> Maybe. all the tiger. I'm all the tigers. I'm you know counting crows. It's not a song that I don't love, and most people would listen to and go, "Geez, that's that's rough. That's a hard listen." But I love all of it. Um, and you know, but on the flip side of that, if I if I'm not interested, I'm legit not interested. I don't have a passing interest. I won't watch it because I'm bored. I won't. That's that's kind of how I'm wired. If if that makes sense. No, if you don't like honestly, why would you waste your time? If you don't, if you're not interested in fucking, I don't know, show ABC, why waste your time? You just mm. said you got a fucking, you got a young family, you've got a business you're running, and you're doing the podcast several hours a week. So I'm the same. I've got my niche. I like my bands. I like anime. Like I always see in the in the group. So some of the guys are like, have you watched this? Have you watched this? I'm like half that I don't even like recognize. It's like no, yeah. I watch like four or five. I do my thing, and if that makes me a cranky bastard, I'm okay with it because. <laughs> 
like you know i live by myself and i just like to do what i do that's why i started this and, podcast like it's yeah because it's, it's that's what i enjoy doing i like but so yeah it's it's also something that you get enjoyment out of the as you've probably gathered i cop a lot of flack because um i don't watch a great deal of movies um and it amazes me as uh, a couple of guys um nate nate's one um Jade to a lesser extent, but some guys just watch everything. And I'm like, these guys like have families and like they work, you know, successful people. And I just like, I look at my week and I'm like, how am I squeezing in six movies this week? And I'm sure they're the same, but they manage obviously to make the time and, and do it and get all the references that people throw their way. And I just get this dumb blank look on my face and I'm like, I don't get it because I haven't seen it. And the flip side is, the movies that I have seen tend not to retain that information and get the references then either. So I'm screwed. Yeah. I mean, I, I resonate with some of the fans like JSDC, like fan. Mm. I am too, like books from like Neil Gaiman or you know, so, sort of that era. And like, I'm a fan of Star Wars as well. Jay's uh, Nate is as well and whatever. I am. Um, what are you about 20 years older than me? So like, it's, it's the fandoms that oh, I'm 31. I'm 20 years old. No, I'll be, uh, I'll be 44 in December, but thank you for the, Thank you for the sly little do you, kick to the ribs. Do you sleep on your face? or? <laughs> well, <laughs> I've had a hard life, mate. You try growing up in heads and throwing the oil of Olay into your face every day. It's difficult. No, I, I'm in December as well. I'm uh, December 8th is my birthday. Yeah, I'm on the 6th. So yet again, I'm in before you. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Westie. You grew up. You said, I think you said on the show that you were the son of a publican your old man ran a pub or something as well, did he? Yeah, he did. Um, he ran the Mel- – he was a manager, living manager at the Melton Hotel on Parramatta Road at Auburn. And um, so uh, obviously mum and dad had sort of split up when I was quite young, three three or four, and um, when I got a bit older, dad took on the job at the pub and um, every second weekend I'd spend left to my devices because he worked – stupid hours but we'd probably we'd have sort of sunday from about 10 o'clock um and then obviously after hours um you know cleaning helping clean the pub up as a 10 year old kid at one and two in the morning just so i could spend some time with my old man um i still still fondly remember those times you know and i look back now and go i look at my young fella leo and think how the hell you know those are different times you know granted but so there's no way I would let my kid just roam around a pub at seven, eight years of age upstairs or head across to the shops and run it, you know, like just basically run a mark with zero supervision. <laughs> um, and, but it's also taught me, you know, taught me hard work and all the rest of it. I helped him out. And um, like I said, the, the late nights after hours was probably the, the most um, uninterrupted father sometime we got um, other than going to the footy, on a, on a Sunday to watch the Magpies, so, um, which was, you know, was difficult in those years. Yeah, my uh, my parents, my parents split when I was oh, probably at eight or nine, and um, my mum. Do you feel responsible for it? I um, I put it down. You to, should. I put it down to three things. One, yes, I do. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Two, go go and fuck, and three, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I don't know. I just, you know, they just, they were, they weren't uh, compatible and now they've gone on to meet their significant others and, you know, they're, mm. they're killing it. But I remember, so we used to, brother and I used to go to Goulburn every school holidays for a time and, um, you know, they had the whole split family thing and, you know, it's talking about spending time with different parents. You know, my mum was working flat out and stuff and 
um, before she met my stepdad. And I don't know where this is tangenting on, so we'll just move on from there. But um, yeah. I kind of relate to it. And for me as a kid, like I was always in involved in like playing the video game. I'd like yeah. I grew up playing Sega, Nintendo, and all that sort of shit. And I what what sort of I realized is starting this whole thing about storytelling on this podcast is that I don't like to escape and play like games like Ocarina of Time and you get immersed in this character and then you'd spend hours and then you're like, mm. fuck, what's next? Like, mum, what, what's next? Is there a sequel? Like, and they used to crack the shits because I was always asking. Like, <laughs> you get involved in these characters and maybe maybe that's why I become a super fan or something because like I just, I enjoy the content I listen to. I listen to about four or five podcasts and like, mm. you know, so then you can get involved and then like this twill thing I've enjoyed because you're able to meet cool people like, um, like shout out to Norts, absolute champion guy. Like he, he was the one I roomed with up at, Brisbane and he um like fortuitously uh had a spare room there I could stay in and stuff and it was cool like got up there he had a cold beer waiting for me and all that shit as soon as I got off the train it's just like it's cool people like very few people that you'll meet um randomly through you know rather tenuous connection as a podcast that you both listen to the same podcast right but yeah you'll meet very few people that are more genuine than than noughts um he's uh for the long time we've we've been i've uh, obviously he's got a, a very strong background in um athletics he was represented australia um as a junior and um very knowledgeable and and still involved to this day with athletics and um you know he's still to this day we we, we haven't quite teed it up yet and that's on me but um you know he's willing to give up his time to run my eldest boy through some some sessions to, to work on his, his speed and agility and stuff like that for his, for his sporting pursuits. And, um, you know, offered to pay for his time. Obviously it's a very valuable thing. And, um, you know, he just, he's like, no, no, we'll just let's catch up and we'll run him through. And, you know, just a, a genuine guy and he's taken his lumps in life too, but he was always, he's always there with the banter and a smile on his face. And there's, there's something to be said and respected about that. And hopefully I know no one listens to this show, least of all him. So I could probably get away with saying that. That's <laughs> oh, <ouch>, my pride. <laughs> um, no, you're right. And as soon I'm as right I could... that no one listens to this show. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm four months in, and I've just gone over forty thousand listens. So either awesome, I'm mate. either I'm entertaining, or people are very good at feeling sorry for me. Either way, I'll <laughs> I'll keep with it. That's how I lost my virginity too. Just uh, oh, fine, fine, righto. <laughs> Win, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. It was it was it's, all over. It's it's the B, mate. Oh, that's ladies and gentlemen. That's probably why I'm still single to this point. So uh, definitely swipe on me. <laughs> I um. It's interesting. I wanted to ask you as well, like, because you, you guys, when obviously the Rona isn't a thing, you have meetups. So you've had grand final meetups, a magic round. Can you take us back to a memorable time that you had a, like, had a, got loose or had a funny moment? Oh, look, the stories that I have to tell probably pale in comparison to, to the last five or six um, grand final meetups. Um, Jay and I are very different people for lots of reasons, but uh, <laughs> so brought a, what a bit of a party element to the, to the meetups from what I understand. So, uh, but back, you know, I remember the um, South, uh, South Bulldogs. Grand final, uh, 14, 14, 14, 14. Yeah. We um, went to El Loco and um, it's, it's just, a, it's such a good vibe as any meetup with the, the community um, that listens to the show. It's, it's always a good vibe and um, it's good, good people and lots of banter and, it's kind of my, 
you know, like that's, that's my jam. So the drinks flow and not a lot of food was eaten. And I ended up going to the game in a cab and I sat in the cab and I managed to pass out. And obviously Nathan and uh, the gentleman that were with, he was there with his, um, with his girlfriend at the time. And I was not in a good state between <laughs> El Loco, which I, I don't know where that is in the city out to Homebush. And I remember getting out of the cab and the first thing I saw were two police officers, which sobered me up just enough to try and like keep my eyes open and walk, focus on walking in a straight line enough to get past them, get my ticket, scan it, get in. And I went straight to the, uh, straight to the shop and uh, to the food store. And I got, I, I, I want to say it was a pie and two sausage rolls and two bottles, two or three bottles of water. <laughs> and I consumed that at a rapid rate of knots and it had the desired effect. Um, I won't say I drank anymore after that, but um, it certainly got me through the game and I was able to watch it and enjoy it as much as you can enjoy South winning in the grand final. You are absolutely an inspiration to birth control. Fair you can. <laughs> <laughs> No, Look, I... it's, it's, it's not a tale I'm proud of, uh, but I'm pretty sure there was a, a fair bit of not, I'm not typically into mixing, um, mul- you know, multiple t- different types of drinks, but um, there are some assholes amongst the community as much as I love them. And I, I'm pretty shit. sure there was a couple of Midori's jammed into me at one stage, which that's, that's never good. So. There was just, um, so this was my first magic round and um, everyone made me feel very welcome. Um, guys like Sam Haywood, um, Guys like uh, Grover. I spent three days on the drink with Grover. Fuck, I think I aged about eight years in the inside. My goodness, that guy can throw down. And um, and uh, just just made feel welcome. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm only here for once until the next time around, of course. So I just bought everyone like shots and we're having, you must have gone at this point. And I got, Nate, I, uh, Nate had about three or four shots with us and it was really cool. Um, I think Lazi was there. I don't know if Chris Bailey was there, but. Um, I remember I seeing a video of you and. Geez, I was drunk. Fuck me. Was it you and Chris Bailey at one point? At the end, there was a fight. Were, yeah. you, were you at the Sunday? I think you'd be doing well if you could keep drink for drink with Chris Bailey. I, well, I got there a bit that later. Guy's, on the, yeah. on the that Sunday. guy seems like he can put him away. On the Sunday, he was fucking hammered. And I, mm. we went to the – I was down with Nort, so we watched the Titans play and we walked back up Caxton. And uh, Chris was there. Uh, Grover was there. I think Lazi was there too, I think. And um, no, I just, just – a, a, when you meet like-minded people and you fucking mm. and you, you, you resonate with them and yeah, like it was really cool. And if we can, I hope I can get to the next one. And my brother was actually the one who got me onto the podcast. So shout out. You did some good there and maybe you can come on the next one too. I reckon you'd have fun. And um, yeah, I'm a Sharks fan. I feel your pain, man. I'm not going to rag out your footy team because well, fuck, I got no credibility to stand on. Um, and moment. you support the Sharks. <laughs> well done. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> But no, just just on the you know the community, like it was, it had grown considerably, obviously a lot um, in the first six years of the show whilst I was there. But the guys have really taken it to a whole another level um, in those six years since. Um, and to come back now and see the 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 two, um, you know how different it is, and and how much bigger and more expansive, and, and the people from all walks of life. Um, to to credit to them, and and it's again it's speaks to what the show really is all about it's not there's no underlying agenda or bullshit it's just people you know with, when it was two guys or regardless of it was me or jay with nate and then now three that love dishing out a bit of banter and you know and love rugby league and our know, respective teams 
it seems really simple, but it's a great formula to bring people together. And it's probably really what rugby league is all about, but it's certainly what the podcast is about. Yeah, you're right. And that, that's one, I guess, with my podcast, that's one restriction I've got is that um, I'm only doing it solo. This podcast is about two things, about storytelling and it's about a second part. Now, I was wondering, Glennie, or Real Dad, would you like to join me in having a bitchy with Mitchie this week? I was a bit concerned about what that meant because it sounded a little bit sorted and um, I just thought I'd just see how it played out before I got uh, too heavily committed. Well, it's up to you. You can uh, go first or I can and see what your thoughts are. And... No, you, you go first. I would like to uh, see where this where this heads. Basically, it's, it's just an idea to get the guests on and have a good old, good old whinge wine sook of whatever's ailing them and just fucking unleash really it's 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 good it's good therapy <laughs> okay okay What's so ailing you? at the moment um obviously coronavirus newcastle's just becoming ground zero it's like sydney 2.0 it's a 30 more cases today or some bullshit mm. um and what's pissing me off is like i live in a i live in a shit town it's curry curry the place so shit they named it twice and they celebrate fucking mullet festival here i mean do you know how shitty that is being a guy who can't grow a fucking mullet? Like, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so my bitch of the week is just seeing these selfish pieces of shit that, like, lighten up cigarettes right in the middle of people while going into coals or, you know, just, mm. like, people that are on the on the road and just cutting people off and just people that aren't, like, socially aware of what's going on around them and not giving a fuck about anyone else. And at times where, at a time where we're supposed to, like unite and do the right thing and beat this shit. I mean, you get people going to the beaches and just doing whatever the fuck they want. So what's pissing me off is people's selfishness. I mean, just fucking, mm. I'll, cause I wanted, I took the grand final weekend off work. I wanted to fucking celebrate and all that shit. That's looking unlikely now. Like, so, you know, it's just shit. Like, I know I sound a bit selfish when I say that, but. Um, Look, it's, it's all relative to what you have going on and, and what, you know, you are looking forward to or how you're impacted by it. Um, I think the the pandemic in in general um, is probably sh- has shown the best and also the worst of so many different people, um, all the way from government representatives uh, through to just average Joes on the street. And uh, but it also my this is going to sound very cynical, but um, the last couple of years. Um, where I probably had some some issues where I really had to bunker down and probably focus on my best way forward out of some serious mental health issues. And I was in a position where I was, you know, I was managing well, indirectly or directly, I was managing 40 staff. Um, and I still showed up to work every day and I still did what I had to do no matter how hard I was struggling. But people's bullshit every single fucking day just where it just wore me down. And if you look at people's relative problems, like you've got something, like you just put it, you were looking forward to something and now through the actions of others, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Um, and people's minuscule bullshit or their selfishness, um, I experienced that in that in that time of my life. And it's it sort of is relevant to the pandemic where some of this is, is not, I know it sucks and I know it, you know, the lockdown and state home orders or wearing masks or, or, you know, events and stuff being canceled. I know it sucks, but at some point there has to be the greater good has to be the thing that we focus on. And it shows, like I said, it shows the worst of people that this isn't hard stuff really, if you know what I mean? Like for many people, there's people going broke, there's people going bankrupt. There's, they're real problems. People not being able to go to see a band 
or people having to wear a mask or not going to the pub or whatever, you know, just I think people get so selfish and so caught up into how their respective situations, and we're talking about you, I'm talking about in, in the, the greater, for the greater good of, of the community. And it's really the only way forward on top of vaccination, you know, so. Yeah, I, I, it was, we had a, um, uh, do you remember Dan Hunt, Play for the Dragons? Yeah. So he come to our work um, and so I'm in the mining industry, as you know. He come to a, a, one of our training days and he spoke a bit about like, you know, picture yourself as like a cup, okay? You can put water into it, you put water in it, eventually your cup overflows and that's when mm. all shit happens. He said people are like icebergs. On the surface, you see 5% of what they're truly going through. Mm. And so, we, you know, this, this metaphor I was already familiar with, but he said, like, you know, if you look at someone, as you said, everyone's problems are relative and you go, okay, so he's not himself today. Has he just had a fight with his wife or has he just, you know, lost a loved one or whatever? So it's, I, mm. I, this is why I practice kindness. And this is why. Or is he a hair's breadth from, from topping himself? Well, that too. You know? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know. You, you know, about, certainly in your environment professionally, yeah, fly in, fly out. I know, like God, I know some guys. I do know of a guy who did top himself, uh, mm. or he, or as we call it, I reference it as you know the black dog got him. Um, mm. So, and quite often on this podcast, I'm a advocate for mental health. So I've quite often I've um, referenced like Beyond Blue, Black Dog Institute, things like this. Mm. And I've I've got I've had anxiety from time to time, like crippling so much so that I couldn't get into a car because I just because I wasn't in control. It's like fuck, yeah. I just had to stop. And you know, like I'm, I'm like you. I'm a joker. Or I'm called someone a showbag or with the best, you know, with the best of them, of course. And I think why? Well, not really with the best. I wouldn't put yourself on that pedestal, mate. Uh, just, uh, just take a big deep breath, mate. I got 22 years or something to catch up and get to your level, so we'll be just fine. <laughs> and um, so I just think if you treat people with kindness, and that's why I did a nice thing and I uh, got shut down for it, ironically. But this is why I do these things because, like, for those of you listening, uh, I, I organised a, a swish, which is like a cameo from a rugby league player. Um, it's just like got a nice message personalised for Jay, Nate, and Glenn. And uh, Jay was like, "Thank you." so much man he wasn't expecting Nate was like oh that's sick good on you who'd you get for the other two and this bloke I'm like what did right. I say what did I say you I said, said thank you it's you, very generous yes and then exactly. then how tough this guy is goes out in a public forum and tries to fucking shame me okay <laughs> so my real bitch of the week I hope you're ready for it because just yeah, like my just like my love, I still life, haven't had my turn yet so just just like my love hardest. life it's over in 30 seconds <laughs> But no, like I, I giggled and I thought, well, you know what? That's probably some sort of karma coming back around to, to kick me square in the penis. But like, I don't know, like it's it's interesting. And whilst that's one thing I enjoy to do is just kind things. And that's what this podcast is about too. It's entertaining people. And if I can get someone to smile, then it's all worth it. I'm Mitch Kelly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or everyone knows me as Ned, so. It's taken, it's taken this long to realize that we're recording a Hallmark commercial. It's bloody delightful. Yeah, good. <laughs> I do read a lot of barcoasters. <laughs> that speaks to another issue, which we might have to address another time. <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, as I said, inherently more often than not, people suck. And I think this, uh, the pandemic is, it's really <laughs> Jay just uh, shining. Jay just sent me a message saying, telling said, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I love that. Dude. He's so good. Oh, how good. Um, but yeah, the the pandemic pandemic is really shining a light on um, on people and uh, how they you know and heads. how they how they respond. Yeah, exactly. 
Although I use, you know, I, I use a specific type of moisturizer to give me a real matte finish, not a gloss finish. So, and you wear a beanie. So, I had actually funny you say that when I went on that game show mastermind, um, I was wearing everyone knows the story. I wore a onesie. How did you get on there? They just advertised on, on Instagram and me being an attention seeking hobag. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, what a good way to promote the podcast. And it was a, it was a masterstroke because. I then it went viral, 500k of views. Then I got to appear on the Scrubs podcast I was promoting, so I got to meet Turk and JD. Hence the love of Scrubs. Anyways, so and then that took me that, that helped me top the charts for a few weeks in the US, UK, and Australia in my category. Yeah, good. And um, so while I was there, they had to actually put foundation on my head because it was too shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's it's a bald man's problem. People don't understand. Well, uh, but anyway, I'd laughed and it's like, well, and I'm jealous too because my brother's taller than me, got a thick head of hair. So he, most people, man. And he, uh, yeah, well, you know what? I'm like Madeline, inside I'm tall. So let me finish. Thank you. And um, he, he just, I remember one day he looked down and he's like, when did you start playing golf? Well, what do you mean? There's fucking bunkers everywhere. <laughs> he's just, oh, I hate it. He's tall, full head of hair. He's got me covered. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> That's not good. I'd like to say that you got the personality, but that'd be a fucking lie. So, <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. So, I'm assuming we're wanting, we're starting to uh, get to your bits of the week. Oh, look, I'm just a, a beacon of positivity, mate. I don't really have much to bitch, <laughs> bitch about, if I'm honest. Um, my football team uh, aside, but um, no, look, to be honest, I am. Um, just roll with the punches. Well, uh, and they they come thick and fast if you um if you make the type of friends that I tend to. It's no hard's barred. Well, I think if you can unleash and you know, at the end of the day, if you didn't give a fuck about someone, you wouldn't bother. Like no, that's what I was saying. That's you know, like I said to you when I was um trying to stem the flow of your tears after I roasted you uh, the other day, and I said, look, just you know, take solace in the fact that if I didn't like you, I wouldn't talk to you at all. So. Um, Look, there's no shame in crime acting. You said for that. Back to my weekly, uh, weekly routine of pleasure myself, weep and repeat. <laughs> yep, that's a little creepy, but um, it's your show. You can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> and I just lost a few listens. <laughs> you've you've now frozen on me, and it's um, it's Creep. it's actually in a pose where you're actually looking very thoughtful and intelligent. And I don't know. I'm just I didn't thinking like special effects on this show. I'm t- <laughs> I'm starting to thinking like, hmm, where do I go to get my chicken schnitty for this evening? <laughs> so the podcast is This Week in League. You've been at it for a good, what, on and off for 10 years. You, you've you come, you've gone. No, constant. Yeah, I've been on and off, but um, Nathan is the one constant. Um, the OG <laughs> a, of OGs. Um, what, a, what a stud. Oh, look, he's just, um, I'm sure he has his ups. He's had his ups and downs and um, it, it can be a, it can be a, Certainly less so this year for me coming back. It's quite, um, I'm still enjoying the novelty of it compared to the last six years. But um, back in the day, it used to be an hour drive or an hour and a bit drive to go and record on a Tuesday night and then uh, an hour and a half home after recording for three hours. Um, you know, so you'd get home, finish work, uh, sorry, finish work, get home, changed. Um, you know, family staff then drive up. Nate and his lovely wife would um, furnish me with a delicious meal, um, which is probably the thing I miss most about having to move to Toowoomba. Um, and so I, I would not get home until sometimes one, two in the morning. So that's, uh, that's a punish. And, you know, now chatting with the guys a couple of times a week, it's, um, it's good catch up, it's good banter, and um, I get to turn the – turn the Skype call off and 
slip straight into bed. I don't have to worry about an hour's drive home. It's priceless. Do you, before you hit the record button, do you just chat for a fair while before you, or you just hit, you get straight into it generally? I mean, we all, um, <laughs> we all have a fair bit of shit going on in our own right, if you know what I mean, um, family and, um, you know, Nate's got his, you know, business. I've got mine, Jay's um, very high achieving professionally. Um, obviously, he's got his family dynamic. I don't even he's know also, what Jay does. <laughs> yeah, that's just the way he likes it. He likes this air of secrecy. Fair Makes enough. him feel important. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's also heavily into the gym and looking after himself. So, you know, in a own right, there's, there's plenty going on. So we tend to jump on and go over a few points. Hey, what are, you know, what are we going to talk about news-wise or go through uh, some opening lines, um, you know, for the Wednesday night record and um, shoot the shit a little bit. But it's, it's, it's never that long before we end up hitting record. And especially you can tell if a couple or one of us or all of us are, are all on, we'll hit record sooner rather than later. We're like, don't waste don't waste the good shit before yeah. we hit record. So, well, when you, um, when you do come up with those, so like you – so the dynamic of their show for the listeners out there is like they review, they'll go and do like a, a show that will sort of look at the coming weekend of rugby league. They'll go over, do their tips and talk about some news. And then they do a show post that round. So I think what do you record on a Wednesday and a Monday generally, is it? Or a oh, Sunday? Sunday, yeah. And, you know, so you do a post show, a review show, and then another show as well. Is it three a week, is it? No, two. So we do the Sunday. Two and three in the which membership is, uh, show. Which is the um, recap. So yep. we recap all the games from the previous round, which is typically just finishes on the Sunday evening. And um, and then the Wednesday is a bit more news in a mailbag and, and you know, running through the, the upcoming games for the next round. And I think it's cool that you're actually like, you're getting the, um, like your community involved and they can directly contact you guys. And I think it's really cool. And, you know, one of the restrictions about my podcast is that I only do like one-on-one interviews with people and, yeah, it's been interesting. I've learned heaps so far. Like a guy that I interviewed did my website for me. I've yeah. had people help me market and promote it. And like in return, like I can make some content with them as well. Like, and just continually have helping this spiral of people feeling sorry for them. You know, it's like, oh, I'll give them a click. It's okay. He wants to review. Okay, sweetie, here you go. All that sort whatever, of thing. Whatever works, man. Don't Oof. hate it. Oof, mate, it's a, it's a long list of disappointing ladies, but I'm certainly <laughs> getting it done. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Jay on Tinder, but he's successful and I'm not. So for a while there. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> you need to understand that, you know, some people play in the majors and some people play in the triple A's. And, you know, that guy's he he dress, he knows how to dress. He's he's a handsome dude. He's intelligent and articulate, and you're you. So <laughs> um you just just need to understand sometimes. <laughs> You got to swing for the right fences, you know. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I can't believe I'm gonna tell you, tell you this story. Um, okay, so for a while, circa what Ned's 22, 23, I just broke up with my first long-term girlfriend, and uh, there's a pub near where I grew up called Edgeworth. You say long-term? Did she know she was in a relationship with you? Well, it's the status is still as complicated. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so we, um, you know, probably. Throwing rocks at a window probably got old by the time I was 20, but you never know. Anyway, so there was a pub I grew up near Edgeworth, the Court Edgeworth Tavern, and the alumni back then were known to not be of high quality. And uh, when you've got mates like making that disgusting looking away face, um, going, oh, Mitch, what are you doing? Or Ned, what are you doing? And then you'd go home with said women 
And uh, for a while there, my mates were calling me Lancelot because my cock was Excalibur, the Beast Slayer. And for the longest time, it was fucking. It wasn't. It wasn't my best form. I and... thought because you had it stuck in a rock. <laughs> well, which some of them, seems, which seems more appropriate. <laughs> one was as hard as one, I can assure you. But like, look for yeah, my longest time, I I um just didn't care. I just wham bam, thank you, man. And like when you go into a house. Like, and you see your mate nailing, apparently she was the Arnie. And all you can hear is, oh, Kate, fucking me. And, oh, no, what am oh. I doing here? And that crystallizing moment. And this girl's like, go in my room. I'll be there in a minute. And uh, she was rough as. I'm like, oh, fuck. She's like, what I'll be in there in a minute. Like I just got to. What does she talk like Tommy Redonkis? Oh, I think she had about 30,000 darts a day. And she's like, I'm being there in a minute. I just got to have a shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. And oh. I just sobered up, changed my number in the phone, and I could not have got out of there faster. That's a good idea. And um, a little piece of me died that day. <laughs> but so I can't believe I just told you that story. Thanks. Thanks. Well, you didn't just tell me. You told, you know, the six people listening. And you know, <laughs> they're all better for it. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm laughing through the tears. You know, that's great. <laughs> uh, you surely nothing I've said made you cry. <laughs> no. Uh, it's all good, mate. But Head yeah, like, like that, you've had a hard enough life that none of the shit I would say would make you cry. As I was saying before, it's I looking at you going, fuck, I don't want to look like that in my 50s. But like, you know. <laughs> or, or your 40s, if I'm honest with you. So, so I'm a cautionary tale for you. Young I'm man. a shift worker and sleep on my face. I mean, I've got every chance in the world to look great. <laughs> so we'll, so what's oh. uh, what's coming up next for Glennie, like for the rest of the year? Much exciting going on? Uh, look, there's a, professionally, there's a, there's a heap ahead of us. Um, so excited about um, pushing through several of those project projects and um, some opportunities to really grow our business and take it to another level, um, which is exciting. Um, the podcast will, will keep going through. I'm, I'm, I feel like, you know, we've, we've got what four more, three or four more weeks of the regular season. And I just, I really just feel like I'm starting to find my groove now um, yeah. since coming back. So, um, which is not a bad feeling because I felt like a fish out of water when I first came back. And I think that showed on the show. Um, but now um, it's, I'm, it's I'm just, feeling a lot more comfortable. You so. started at a low benchmark and it's just continually slummed ever since. So, you know. Yeah, and that's fair. And that means a lot coming from you because if anyone knows knows uh, how to get worse at things, it's you. So, um, you know, I appreciate <laughs> you coming from an, an informed position and, and enlightening me the way you do. So, um, but life's, life's pretty good here on my stepladder. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Um, might use it to pop down off your fucking high horse every once in a while, eh? Hey? Um, oh, and do nice things for the for the general public. <laughs> of course, I fucking will. <laughs> Um, Family-wise, um, probably quietening down a little bit. We've just um, we've got a couple more rounds of soccer for my youngest boy. Um, my, my oldest boy's just finished um, touch football. So they're, you know, be able to focus uh, more so on school and, and um, eldest boy back into sort of what is a long preseason for him and um, lots of family stuff trying to make the most of, um, you know, being able to get to Brisbane to see my mum and um, can't go to Sydney at the moment to see um, my wife's mum and stuff. She just recently lost her dad. So I'm sorry to hear that. Um, she wants to, you know, try and make uh, more of an effort to be down there and, and spend more time with her mum and bring the kids down so she can see her grandkids. And um, Unfortunately, you know, COVID knocks a lot of that on the head. And um, I think, I don't know that you've, 
any of us are really in a position where we can plan too far ahead these days with, with things changing so much. And um, it's just more trying to focus on the family and, you know, things and people that are most important to us. And, uh, you know, that's, that's probably my focus. I, I'm not planning. I don't have uh, a stack of stuff um, planned up ahead of me. Just um, keep getting better at what I do. Well, you know, I mean, what about yourself? Um, podcasting still. Um, I've, I've got an interview next. If Hopefully it all goes ahead with a lead singer of a band I enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of a band called the Jezebels. I have. But uh, and Hayley Mary has um, been gracious enough to hopefully give me some of the time. Right. And um, I'm just going to fanboy out a little bit and be like, so can you tell me what music's like, you know, or whatever. And it's just going to be, it's going to be fun. Like, I don't know. It's, I'm just looking forward to it. Excellent. Yeah. And you, it's exciting. And you get, you know, you get small victories. I mean, and to be honest, I'm going to, I'm going to be nice to you again. I know you don't like that sort of thing, but um, it's not how I'm wired, but please continue. <laughs> Stefano Utukamano would probably beg to differ, <laughs> but um, uh, I, I listen to the bulk of your episodes. I've downloaded them on a USB and one of them at work. Um, because when you're operating the gear, you're not allowed to have your phone in there with you because it's high risk and stuff. So I sure. listen to it on USB. So countless nights I've had giggles with you three palookas and just you know carrying on. And it's it's I can probably speak for a lot of people when I say like thank you for the content that you've put out. I, I find mean, it interesting that you're listening to our bullshit whilst behind the controls of a million dollar piece of equipment. Well, I mean, near misses aside, <laughs> it's dangerous. It's dangerous. I mean, I, believe it or not, I do have it where it counts and. Uh, Right there is about you know when work when work Ned's activated yeah, he, goes, he right. can pull he can pull levers better than anyone. Oof, those levers, woof, I'll tell you, <laughs> plenty of practice. But um, yeah, mostly it's uh, just operating the cat stuff and um, you know little little joke that you'd probably be familiar with is that when you're on uh, the cat gear. Um, if you go from forward to reverse too quickly, there's something called an abusive shift. And I say yeah. to the guys at work, I, oh, fuck, I took work home with me for the first time the other day. Well, what do you mean? So I went home and gave myself a couple of abusive shifts. <laughs> little uh, little cat joke for you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. And they retort is, I can see why you're single champion. <laughs> yeah. And look, that's not the only reason, but it's probably <laughs> the most glaring one. <laughs> oh gosh, I need to upgrade my uh, Tinder profile. <laughs> I really do. But no, like um put yeah, a photo of someone else just to keep it interesting. I got a, a my line is I identify as a microwave meal. I look better in my photos and I'm done in three minutes. <laughs> Mostly you get like, huh, that's funny, and then they'll unmatch you again. <laughs> it's yeah. like fuck. But Mate, that's I, right. I'm so far removed from uh, obviously being married uh with with my uh now wife for 23 years uh, married for 18 and a half so i'm so far removed and i sound like a bloody old man but um, i'm so far well, removed from tinder and the dating we've already, we've already established that like it's uh, so yeah it's 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 definitely true oh uh, and you know what to be honest it's a game i'd rather not be in um mm. but you know in times of like being a shift worker one of the things you know i'm always off when people are working and vice versa and like you know, it's the lifestyle I've chose to do. Like, I don't have to. Yeah. But I do, and like, you know, the money's good and that. But yeah, you know, that's why I do this. So I get this. and and let's be honest, mate. Like, you're not good at anything else. What are you going to do? Try and make a living out of podcasting. Um, well, I like, thought about lever pulling is your your thing, man. So. I thought about like taking on that, um, yeah, showing ambition, showing eagerness, interviewing someone that I could probably learn something from, and then to get remarks like, "Oh, just give up on your day job, champion." It's like, well. <laughs> And like the sky's the limit as far as I'm concerned. 
<laughs> the haters gonna hate potatoes. I, are I gonna didn't. Potate. I didn't realize that I was here to challenge you and to uh, expand your horizons in life. I thought I was here to pull the piss out of you, and I feel like I've done a good job of that. Well, Nate said no, and Jay was busy. So. <laughs> yeah, no, fair call. <laughs> no, they're, they're both busy. Huh? I've uh, probably been at you as like a little piranha, like trying to eat your feet in the water or whatever, but like, you know. I, to- yeah, quite frankly, you can't be a pest, but, um, you know, I was, uh, I'm just. And persistence pays I'm off. just the most, uh, the most agreeable amongst the group, I guess. And the other boys are like, what the fuck are you doing that for? I'm like, oh, well, trying to help out those less fortunate. And you know what? Oxfam is getting a great donation from all the proceeds from this podcast. <laughs> but no, like, I just wanted to say thanks, man. Like, um, as I said the other week, sincerely, you, you keep us entertained, you know, over a thousand strong, you know, plus whatever Twitter group. I don't know. I don't have Twitter, so I don't know how many followers you got there, but um, it's a community where you can run. I've learned heaps of stuff like running ideas from noughts and that say, and I never would have met them without the podcast. So what, thank mm. you for what you are doing and continuing to do. And uh, look, it's, it's, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, all credit really, um, I'm just uh, just come back into to the fold, so to speak, and um, you know the boys have been crushing it for, for the last six years, and um, you know as we discussed earlier, it's really the the brainchild of of Nate, and I don't know that um, even he could foresee what it what it's turned into, and you know you talk you can sort of measure things in social media followings and stuff like that, but um, you know there's a couple of points uh, for me which um, you know people that have genuinely reached out and, and said that, you know, whatever they've got out of the show or listening to us or being able to interact with us is, um, has helped them through significantly tough times in their life. And um, that's the sort of stuff you don't take for granted and you don't even realise that it's happening at the time when you're just sitting behind a microphone talking shit with a couple of mates, you know. Um, mm. So, but it's, it's, there's so many people that, that listen to the show that don't interact on social media and, and, you know, it's, it's really way bigger than, and, and certainly me or, or um, the show itself, just the community and, and what it means to people and how it's brought people together and from all walks of life. And we're very, very proud of it. Well, that's good. Is there anything before we close out? Is there anything you want to say to your, your followers or go out on? Oh, look, I, I think I've probably said a lot of it on the show, but you know, it's just, um, you know, I appreciate everyone, you know, I appreciate the guys that have been on board since since day one when I, when first kicked off and now to come back and everyone's well wishes and I appreciate the the people that didn't know the first thing about me and and then coming back probably uh, are enjoying it and also appreciate people like yourself that um, talked a lot of shit when I first come back and mouthed off and got real lippy and um, about how rubbish I was so it's all fuel for the fire. You know, I guess in hindsight, if I can take anything from today's discussion is that you've got your own gravitational pull because you're just continually trying to drag me down. And like, like if, if anything, it's it's like, well, you got two two superstar podcasters and they've got their work experience kid. That's what the boys <laughs> give you. Sh- I mean, and like, you know, Jay's got much to learn, but no, nah, just kidding. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, it's, it's um yeah, I don't know. As I said, sincerely, thank you. Um, and then I've always wanted to do this as well. So to get involved in their show, there are a multitude of ways you can do it. Hop onto league forward slash links. I mean, it sounds like you're taking a shot at the title, my friend. No, that's no, it's not. I couldn't do it anyone else's show. I mean, I, I am, I, I tried when I was with Norts. I do my Nate impression. All that more this wicked league. It's like. <laughs> 
that should be like a message tone. It's like yeah. your phone's going it's, this it's basically, you know, a less less handsome version of the EA sports guy. <laughs> I can't believe how different he looks without a beard. Like I someone put a photo up the other day and it's like I nearly didn't recognize him. Yeah, he's um it's again, I've said it multiple times on the show about the regard in which Nathan is held in my wife's eyes. Um, yeah, that's I, funny. That you every time I've tried to grow, every time I've tried to grow a beard, my wife has just despised the even the very idea of it. Let alone coming anywhere near me when I've got a, a beard. And Nathan's obviously had a beard for quite a considerable amount of time, and and never a harsh word's been said about it. Um, <laughs> in fact, she's actually said, "Oh, geez, look at Nathan's beard. He looks after it, doesn't he?" I'm like, "Bitch, how many how many beards have I grown? I've put oil in it. I've trimmed it. I've kept it." You've never, you've never had one positive word to say, but what, um, what was that you were saying before? You can try and compete with those of a higher echelon, but you know, and ultimately you can enjoy the dirt down here with me. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But Love no, it. man, I thank yeah. you. For Thanks your time. very much for having me on the show, mate. I, um, I appreciate no problem. it. And uh, uh, I'm sorry for the fact that this is probably the last episode ever because no one will ever want to listen again after my rubbish. But um, you know, you've had a good run, so. It is what it is. I um, tried to make it throughout the year and uh, I didn't even make it a month. So anyways, if anyone wants to get involved with the show, check out www.lifesandmitch.com, lifesandmitchpodcast.com. If you feel sorry enough, leave a review on Apple and I'd appreciate it. And um, yeah, leave a review. And if you want to be in the show, send me an email and be happy to share your story. Anyways, thanks for that, guys. Bye for now.